I'm Damian Bola. Today on Fifth and Mission, big news in the Bay Area for the pandemic. San Francisco and two other counties, Napa and Santa Clara, are moving into the red tier. On Wednesday, they're planning to resume some activities that have been shut down for more than three months. That includes indoor dining, movies, and gyms. The reopening plan comes with an overall positive trend in the Bay Area. Cases, hospitalizations, and deaths are plummeting as vaccines get into more people's arms. To talk about all this, I have Aaron Alday, Chronicle's senior health reporter. As always, Aaron, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me again, Damien. So, Aaron, this really seems like a good day. I say that knowing that you'll probably uh, put a big wet blanket over <laughs> that. But, but a big day in the Bay Area on Tuesday and heading into Wednesday with the reopenings. How did we get here and, and what exactly is happening? Well, first, I think that this is just straight up good news. I mean, I think this is really exciting. Um, I think that, um, you know, this this is a real sign of progress. And to me, what's what's pretty remarkable about this move is, you know, we're talking about this as being kind of the last reopening that, you know, we need to go through. Um, there seems to be this 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 conversation now that, you know, in the past when we've when we very kind of slowly and carefully reopen these businesses, it's always been with an eye to the future and when our case is going to go up again, when are we going to have to maybe shut these businesses down again and and just being very kind of wary. And that still is there. People are still concerned um, and they're certainly keeping a very close eye on the numbers so that, you know, we do need to put that caveat in there. But I will say that you know, with the vaccinations rolling out um, and where we are in the pandemic, there's this real sense that we may be kind of seeing, you know, a reopening that is permanent, um, which, you know, is is really kind of thrilling, I think. Um, surprise For me, it's kind of surprisingly thrilling. I was sort of surprised when I when I thought about it and heard people talking about it today. It made me feel it was it was very reassuring. It made me feel pretty good about the future. Yeah, I feel like it's starting to become real in some ways because, People are starting to worry about the negatives of the end of the pandemic. Like, do I really have to get back on the freeway <laughs> and start commuting to work again? Yeah, I mean, I've I've certainly had those conversations. Yeah, thinking about like, you know, yeah, getting on BART again and getting into traffic and all those things. Um, so, yeah, I think that that's, that's definitely the case. And, and also people are feeling more confident doing some of these things that are reopening. So I know a lot of people who have said in the past, even when like indoor dining or gyms reopened, that they wouldn't feel safe enough to do that. Um, and I think especially with, again, more people getting vaccinated, people feel like actually, I, I not only do I feel safe, but I'm really looking forward to that. Like, I think that that's something that's going to feel very special and it's going to feel, um, you know, kind of life affirming after after a year of all this. And I mean, keep in mind, like, you know, we've been in this state of, of really largely shut down for very close to a year now. Yeah. So San Mateo and Marin were already at this this stage, this red tier now we have San Francisco, Napa, and Santa Clara. But Aaron, with the conservative approach some of these counties have taken in the past, particular San Francisco and Santa Clara, what is making them confident it's going to stick this time? Right. So I think that that's a really good question. And they both, um, you know, sort of addressed that today. I think it's, I mean, I think it just comes down to the vaccines. Um, for the first time, we have a tool um, that is really, really powerful, really, I mean, once you get vaccinated, you know, you're not going to end up in the hospital. You're not going to die. You, it's, you know, we're still kind of waiting for the data that says whether or not you can still get infected and spread the disease. But that's even that's looking pretty good. Um, so the point is that 
that's a real end in sight. You know, I mean, these are incredibly good vaccines. They're they're really strong, really effective, and we're getting them out. I mean, we're making real progress into getting them into people's arms. Um, And so I think that's kind of the deal changer here. People are feeling our our public health officers that have been so conservative and still do remain pretty conservative are in just the fact that they are moving things along um, and and kind of speaking with just that hope really says how how much confidence they have in these vaccines um, and how much, you know, all of us should. So I think that that's that's really what's what's totally different now than any kind of previous time in this in this pandemic when we've been reopening. I want to ask you about something that you and I have talked about a number of times on this podcast. It's been kind of a recurring theme when when parts of the state were closing down and being very strict and some people were responding wow, this is really extreme. I remember in San Francisco when they said 30 feet between people uh, on the street and people were saying, wow, that seems really extreme. But one thing you said is that there's also a symbolism involved where we really want people to take it seriously. And I wonder if there's any concern now as we're stepping back down that people will see the reopening and let down their guard across the board, you know, do things like cocktail parties because they're filled with confidence. Yeah, I think um, that's that's such a great point. Um, and it's such a great observation. And I'm sure that the health officers would say, you know, absolutely, people need to keep their guard up. And certainly they repeat that over and over again, telling people just because we're reopening doesn't mean you know, you can stop wearing the mask or you can you can kind of let go of all of these these things we've been advising you to do. But the fact that they're moving forward and they're moving forward at a pretty good clip, to me, that that signals that they, you know, they feel like they can loosen up a little bit. And I mean, I think there's also this sense of, you know, people do know what to do and they're they're kind of trusting that people are going to do that. But the thinking is that you know, this time, if people sort of, you know, misbehave, if they do things they're not supposed to be doing, you know, we do, again, we have these vaccines, and they're rolling out super fast. And the idea is that, you know, that's, that's going to make all the difference. Um, You know, we're going to see it certainly, I think we're, we're, we're going to see not that rise in hospitalizations, even if we get another surge, even if the cases pick up, it's not going to be as dramatic as it was before, just based on the people who have already been vaccinated. Um, but you know, the amount of vaccine that we have out there, um, you know, we have this sort of infrastructure that's, that's been built up already. We just are still waiting for that supply, but even the supply news is looking really, is looking really good. So yeah, I think the fact that they're, they're reopening and, and kind of letting this happen and not kind of pounding us over the head with, you know, these, these kind of cautious statements, um, again, they're issuing the cautious statements, but they're not just, you know, bringing the hammer to us like they have in the past. I think that's that does tell us something that they they are feeling pretty good about our situation. Well, you mentioned the vaccines and the good news. I mean, give us the latest this week. There's a lot of news about the availability of vaccines and that they might be able to get out there to everyone a little sooner than we thought, right? Yeah, it's pretty exciting. So, I mean, I think everybody knows by now that the Johnson & Johnson vaccine uh, did get that emergen- emergency authorization from the, the FDA. So, you know, we've got a third vaccine out there. And that one's really great because it's just one dose. So it's, it's you know, a lot easier to get into people um, and we can make kind of faster progress with vaccinating with that particular vaccine. But, you know, just um, just today, President Biden said that that he believes he that that there will be enough vaccine by May for every American adult to get it if they want it. 
Um, and May is is astounding. I mean, that's, um, you know, that's much better than what people are hoping. I mean, you know, we've been hearing, I think Gavin Newsom, Governor Newsom even said today that he hoped California would have enough vaccine for everybody by July. This was presumably before he heard the president's remarks. Um, so, you know, we've heard kind of vague ideas of when everybody might have access to the vaccine, but it's usually been kind of mid to late summer and May is is a big difference. Um, and you know, once it's widely available, then we switch over to, you know, making sure like convincing everybody to get it, making sure that everybody wants to get it. Um, but, you know, we could very quickly get to a good place of if not quite herd immunity, enough people protected that we don't have another surge that we can kind of feel confident going back to our lives, um, you know, not too long after. Um, Gavin Newsom even said, you know, if we get availability, widespread availability by July, we could be looking at almost fully reopening California by August or September, which is just, you know, pretty awesome to think about. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back on Fifth Admission with more from Aaron Alde. You can support Fifth Admission and the newsroom that creates it by signing up for unlimited Chronicle access at sfchronicle.com slash pod. Welcome back to Fifth and Mission. I'm Damian Bulwa, joined by Chronicle Health reporter Aaron Alday. We're talking about the news in the Bay Area. San Francisco is doing some reopening on Wednesday as the pandemic picture improves. Aaron, before we talk more about the good news, I, I think we, we owe it to our listeners to have a little of the caution as well. You've been following the variants um, which change seem to change every day, some of the, the picture there. And, and there's also nationally... Uh, been some troubling news on the pandemic front. I mean, w- even as we celebrate these reopenings, there are th- some things to watch, right? Oh, for sure. Um, and you know, the, the I think both of those are the two key things that that folks locally are keeping an eye on: the variants and the sort of um, you know slight un- uh, concerning and increases upticks in cases that we're seeing nationally. So, you know, on the first front, the variants have been you know they came up as a real concern in December and January. Um, and and the big issue is these variants that are more um, more infectious, so they spread more easily. Um, and you know, we just we just worry that if they get a foothold before we can get a lot of people vaccinated, that that what we'll see is sort of another you know surge in cases um, that you know before we're able to kind of control it with with vaccines. So you know that would just be really unfortunate if you know we're we're reopening, we're making some progress, and then one of these variants gets in here, and suddenly we see this big climb in cases. Um, just as we're so close to getting, you know, big, big chunks of the community vaccinated. Um, so, you know, I mean, all we can really do is just kind of people keep up the same protective measures. I think, um, you know, it should just to to me, the variants just really serve as that reminder that that we need to exercise these, these, these cautions, that we need to keep our masks on. We need to, you know, keep our distance from from people, especially those of us who are not vaccinated. We need to do these things. Um, you know, Alameda County just reported another case of the variant from South Africa. Um, and, you know, notably, they've had two cases and both came from international travelers. And in both cases, the people um, isolated as they're supposed to when they returned and kind of did did their due diligence. And because they isolated after they got sick, they didn't infect anybody else. Um, I think one person infected a housemate, but, but basically like, nobody else in the community was at risk. And so I think we all need to like 
think about that. You know, it's kind of this responsibility on all of us right now as we're reopening to take these cautions so that we're not kind of part of that problem as we get kind of so close to the end of this thing, right? Like, it's just, to me, it would just really... Uh, it would be so annoying if we had another uptick when we're so close to kind of seeing the end of this thing. Um, on top of that, we we are seeing um, nationally the numbers, uh, the number of cases were kind of plummeting for a while there after that winter surge. Now um, they plateaued for a couple of days and they've even actually climbed up a little bit in the last couple of days. So the, the CDC has put out a couple of, of kind of concerning messages that, um, you know, this this is not a good sign. Um, it's certainly, we want, we don't want to see the numbers going this direction at this point. Um, and they told, you know, the States, they said now is not the time to ease up. Now is not the time to ease restrictions. Now, I don't know if they were talking specifically to California, um, which, you know, has kind of generally been more conservative than any other state. But I will say that just as the CDC is putting out, you know, these advisories, we have Texas um, just on Tuesday lifting its mask mandate. Um, so saying people are free to go out and about without masks now. And also said that all businesses of all kinds should open, reopen fully, I think, within the next week. So Texas is basically saying, we're done with this. We're wide open again. Um, good luck to us all. Yeah, I mean, what do you what do you make of that? It's obviously such a, a different picture than California. What do you make of that? And how are health experts responding? It seems kind of nuts. I mean, Gavin Newsom tweeted right after this, this was uh, put out, I think he tweeted that that was just reckless um, to be lifting that mass mandate, um, you know, absolutely reckless. And, you know, a lot of the folks that I've been hearing from will basically say the same thing, that that's just I mean, again, like what's so absurd about it to me is that we are so close, like we are getting vaccinations out there, like we kind of, you know, for the first time can really say, if we just sort of do the right thing and protect ourselves and our loved ones, then we will be out of this without further loss of life. And it would just, you know, you know, major like, you know, unwarranted loss of life. And it's just, you you, you can't imagine that, um you know, lifting the mask mandate at this point is is a wise move. I mean, you're you're just there. There are still cases. There's still a lot of circulating virus in you know all over this country. Um, we're at still really high numbers. It's like seventy thousand cases a day reported nationally right now. So it just seems like not not the smart thing to be doing at this point. And definitely that's that's the message that public health folks have been putting out there. All right. Well, that brings us to a little bit of a larger question, Aaron. People are asking whether we think this is going to be a sort of smooth slope back to normal life, or is it? are we going to be in a position where we're going to see sort of surges where we have to retrench and then we're able to open and take advantage again and then retrench again when the numbers start to go up? Could we get locked in, in, in a sort of yo-yo? No, I mean, I think that's the hope is that we might be out of that yo-yo, um, that we might, um, that might be behind us, that we won't, you know, I think the thinking is that for the nearish future, nearest, nearish future, um, we will probably see, you know, outbreaks, we'll see clusters of cases, um, you know, even once we get the vaccine out there, we're, we're not going to eliminate this virus, um, certainly not anytime soon, maybe not ever. Um, but if we see kind of outbreaks, it'll be kind of like what we see with like whooping cough or the measles or something where we can kind of come in, take care of those individuals, and it won't, we won't see the sort of broad community spread that has forced us to, to shut down and kind of reevaluate over and over again. Mm -hmm. So I think the hope is that that's, that's over. That's, that might just be a thing of the past for, for California anyway. 
Aaron, actually, one more thing. Was there any guidance in San Francisco about in-person podcasts? Because I'm getting a little tired of these Zoom chats we have. Yeah, I think that our podcast studio with it's just like it's it's kind of in the basement with no windows and the one door is is and like no ventilation is perfect. No mask. No mask. No I mask. think we just San Francisco says go for it. That's not true. Okay. That's totally not true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we'll stick with this for a while. We'll be safe. Um, but thanks again for coming on, Aaron. Thanks for having me again, Damien. Thanks to my guest today, Chronicle Health reporter Aaron Alday, to King Kaufman for producing this episode, and thank you for listening. <laughs>